0: Greetings and welcome, retroids! Welcome to another episode of the Crow's Nest here on Retro Red Octopus, brought to you by Deadly Grounds Coffee and a part of the Dorkening Network. Uh, I am here with my co-host, Parasite Steve. That's absolutely to, uh, true.
1: I, I can I can confirm that. Yeah. Now. Yeah.
0: You can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you are I, the I will. man able to confirm? I will. God damn! I'm so point. glad you did. Yep. So we are here. What are we here to do, Parasite Steve? We are here to talk to you about (laughs) an NES game called Crystallis. Uh, We have been kind of doing a series of, of podcasts at this point now where we go through, play an old Nintendo game, and then give all of our opinions on it via podcast because... It's just a good way to kind of get all your feelings out and it makes content and hopefully it's entertaining. Maybe it's not, but we don't really care. We're going to do it anyway.
1: I mean, we've we've gotten good responses. People really dug the Willow episode, which People, we did. Last we, did time. we did
0: hear that the Willow episode was good. Uh, you know, so that's yeah. great. Obviously, that was a bit of a two pronged attack. Today, we are just talking to you about a pure Nintendo game. No other tie ins. No comics. No movies. Yeah. No nothing. If you know this, It really t- isn't. Uh, game, it's what a we're shallow dive. About. Right. It's a shallow. It's a bit dive. of a shallow it's, dive. It's, it's, it's a dive. essentially a dive into the the exact depth of the pool. It, it's it yes. is purely only yes. this deep, um, <laughs> and so uh, and so the the game itself is Crystallis for the Nintendo. Uh, it is a game that is from nineteen or Crystallis or,
1: Crystalis, or Crystalis, Crystalis, If you say it wrong,
0: right. If you say it wrong, then it's Crystallis. Because uh, not, check... not nearly as challenging. Not oh, nearly as challenging as Zanadoo or Fax yeah. or yes. or you know arguably have, one of the uh, harder to pronounce games.
1: Yes, and we do, or, or more obscure, like who who freaking knows? How can you even tell? But there is a commercial for Crystallis, and that is how they say it. So for all those of you oh. out there who've been saying Crystallis all these years, you've been doing it wrong.
0: Right, which so, yeah. I guess you couldn't fault them, because Crystal, right in the word right there, you know? Um, uh, yeah. Uh, under- S- yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, hey, yeah. I, honestly, however you want to pronounce it, it's fine by me. I don't care. Call it Bob. Uh, but I'm going to say, I'm going to say Crystallis. And uh, cool, cool, yeah, I mean, let's, uh, let's jump right in. It's a, uh, it's a action role playing game for the Nintendo. Very similar to something like Zelda. Uh, it seems to be kind of a theme here. Uh, weird. We're not like the most diehard Zelda people, but I don't know. All the games we're playing are very Zelda. So whatever. Yeah, we
1: have a lot of pretty much all action RPGs. Action and then RPGs. the first two we did were action RPG platformers. And these last right. two are action right. RPG like top-down style.
0: Top-down, so yeah, we're, pure we're like pure Zelda like one, no Zelda two. Right, uh, you know, right. if you want to go about it that way. Yeah. Uh, so this game was was produced and developed by a company that actually a lot of gamers might know, uh, SNK. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty crazy because SNK is is known primarily for their fighting games. Uh, you know, they have the King of Fighters, they have uh, King of the Monsters, they have
1: Samurai, Samurai Showdown, you know, Fatal Heroes. Fury,
0: Samurai Showdown. Exactly. Like a, a absolute ton of fighters, um, but also just, I don't know, a, a ton of games in general. I mean, around, around the same time that this game was coming out, you had them working on arcade titles like Magician Lord, uh, Blue's Journey. And cyber lip, uh, some of those for the Neo Geo, um, but yeah, this game kind of, you know, I-, I felt like really changed it up for yeah. for what they were doing because you you know you didn't see you didn't see this kind of thing coming out by them. You know, they they did Akari Warriors. Uh, people know that game realize that. pretty well.
1: Oh, that's that's yeah, weird. Did I, didn't, I didn't realize they did Akari Warriors. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a yeah, which also very is well-known game,
0: not of their of of their normal genre. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so pretty interesting. This yeah. game has kind of been one of those that I've always heard of. I've seen the box art a million times, and I I knew it was like that weird Zelda game that SNK made. Yeah. Um, but really didn't know anything else about it. And I feel like when we were doing our Willow episode, it kind of came up a lot like there was a lot of people who would mention Crystalis or articles or reviews or whatever that I would kind of mention just in the same breath. Um, and so we kind of were like, well, let's, let's play that one yeah, next. Let's, let's go, go for next, it, you know,
1: and uh, let's and, do that one next. Yeah. A lot, a lot of reviewers um, tended to say that Willow was not necessarily as good as Crystalis, but you know, a good game in its own right. So I think that that's why mm-hmm. uh, you know I was interested to play this game um and uh and you know we have we have thoughts we have feelings uh we both went uh pretty far into it I didn't go into it as much as you did you end up end up beating it
0: i did i did, you did.
1: so i i uh, i did way before that uh but so you know I was in the town of swan so how how far was i would you say
0: you're you were pretty far. Um, the town of Swan, I'd say, is like three quarters of the way through three the game.
1: Quarters. All right. So pretty good.
0: Maybe a little over half, but pretty good. Pretty yeah. Good. I mean, there was like three or four major areas after that, but like uh, they were mostly just big dungeons. So mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Cool. So um, I will let you, you know, blaze that trail. That is the game. But before we do that, let's look at the cover um, because we really don't yes. have like so good many starting places. Like so i think let, let's dissect the cover for a second um this is a pretty damn good cover um it's very yeah. well painted it does reflect the stuff in the game uh to an extent there is the big floating tower way back in the distance which is cool the uh monsters that are menacing our hero are actual enemies from the game which is like so rare it seems um yeah. very very cool yep. it's um it's just this lush sort of foresty environment uh, very very creepy though because the trees don't form a canopy on top it's just this sort of I don't know weird like I don't know what to call this place it's like a it's just it's like, like
0: open m- open air it kind of looks like I don't know they almost, They like
1: but it's I think, yeah I don't know where it is but it's really pretty freaking well done. I I really enjoy this cover, and the mm-hmm. logo Crystallis is or Crystallis is is so well done. It's very iconic looking. The sword is the T, like so many other games have done, but it looks great. Um, very very fun overall cover. I love this cover. Um, one really random thing. So one one observation. One complaint with all the shit that they got right with this cover, with all the enemies, you have one, two, what is it? Three or four, three enemies, I guess. You know, there's a fourth one in the background. I thought so. So it's like four enemies. Yeah. They're all from the game. And then the one detail that they could have freaking gotten right was the color of the, the hero kid's
0: clothes. Because... Right. And, like, and everything. I mean, he's, he's purple.
1: Yeah. And like, what other game has a purple hero it's so like unheard of
0: purple yeah. is just yep. never
1: the hero character nope never I can't even think of another nope. one there probably is somewhere but my god I cannot think of a single one for, especially from those days or whatever I can't think of another Nintendo character that was purple that was the main hero um, yep even if it's like multiple characters you usually don't see purple as an option. Uh, it's red or blue or green. Um, you know, it's weird. So, so it's, it's bizarre that on the cover, they, they colored this kid's tunic like orange. It's this weird kind of peachy orange color. And it's just like, you kind
0: of showed it on, uh, on the Facebook page. Yeah. Like this kid looks exactly like a Treyu.
1: Well, so that was right. my observation. Never
0: ending story. Yeah.
1: yeah that was my observation. Yeah. So if you look, if you look close at the kid, and you can see a, a high-quality version of this uh, cover, on if you can find one, where you can really see his face, it is just flat-out a Atreyu. I mean, there is just mm-hmm. no question about it. That is clearly who the, the, the artist was looking at. And yep. this came out, like, not... I mean, not right at the same time. This came out, what, 92? 91? 90. 90. So I don't know what year Never Ending Story was, but, um, yeah, it's, it's very... It's very obvious that this
0: kid's a Very Atreyu.
1: Uh and yep. a, of course a Treyu wore like a, a tannish color, so that maybe that was just like, well, we won't make him tan, but there's no way I'm doing purple. But with a,
0: a burlap colored tunic. Right. Yeah, right. We're not gonna make him have purple hair and purple clothes and a purple <laughs> shield and just right. like everything that the game did. Which I you know, it's like whatever, it's the hardware limitation. But still they should have put some purple. Big puffy rice
1: flag. balls for feet.
0: That's oh what, big, old, big old big old nigiri. Balls. Um, oh, right, so gosh. that's the
1: cover. I think it's awesome. I think it uh, is uh, up there with one of the better NES uh, cover arts that are yeah. out there. It's,
0: it's very well, done. It's very well done. It looks like a book cover. Like It's, it's pretty it good. It's it looks very, delicate.
1: very much in the style of like an adventure book for young readers that you would see in your school library in elementary school it really looks like that. Like his face yeah. looks like that. Like it's like a wrinkle in time. This looks like that. This is, yep. you know, uh, but anyway, uh, random house adventure, crystallis
0: right. Random house <laughs> adventure presents crystallis and uh, not to, uh, not to ignore, actually, you know, uh, we'll, we'll do a, a little bit of a, uh, a different strokes here uh, because the, the Japanese cover art for this game, the, the game in Japan was called God Slayer. Uh, clearly that didn't fly in America. <laughs> um, Japan is, Notoriously all about like, you know, killing of gods and having the ultimate bad guy in games be a god figure. And that stuff does just does not. It just, <laughs> it just does, does, does not, not fly. come over here. It does not fly. Um, but yeah, so the game is called God Slayer. Uh, cool logo. Um, but the box art is super amateur. It, like It looks like a kid drew it like the main character has you know his anime style whatever again totally different color and even more wrong because they have red hair and blue armor um but also like i don't know just the the quality of it kind of looks amateur like i i had to do a double triple check that i wasn't looking at fan art but no it's, yeah, it's that's it's that's it's what not it is it's not
1: super good it's not super good
0: yeah like the girl in the back looks very like colored in by crayon almost or like the background does like and then it's just kind of weird yeah and the
1: the floating tower is there but it is just there kind of there
0: (laughs) not impressive at all yeah it's just like oh okay
1: yeah not 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 as good Um, that's that's for sure
0: not as good not as good yeah one of the rare instances uh for for those of you interested i mean it is a ton of podcasts about about box art that we do uh those are those are in our our backlog yeah, th- those, are, those are those
1: are those l- are l- hard to get at this point. They're only on the boss rush mode channel. Uh, but we did do a series a long time ago. Um which was called "Of Paint and
0: Pixels," and we talked all about yes. and stuff.
1: So we're we're kind of versed in in this kind of crap. But and one of the things we, we love learned, talking
0: about things you can't see while you listen to. Yes,
1: that because we like to frustrate our audience. That's what we did. Right, but it's like, kind one of our things goal. That we learned was that in in different countries you have certain types of artwork, and this does fit into that. Which yep. was uh, the Americans. You know, we we got like more of a uh, a, a polished painterly style, and uh, right in Japan they got anime that's just yep. Crazy.
0: grand fantasy versus anime and anime and if, always if wins. came
1: out in japan in japan in, i mean if it came out in england everybody would have been dressed in chrome that's that's the other right. rule
0: yep um, mm-hmm. england <laughs> loves chrome just
1: they uh, england loves chrome that's just what we learned but anyway. they sure do so chris it's absolutely true uh aka god yeah. slayer so tell us about the uh the god
0: slayer so so the gameplay is you know it is very similar to a Zelda um, I actually first played this game on the Nintendo switch. they had released a you know a handful of NES games for people who are part of the online subscription and uh, and I booted it up and was like, oh you know I've heard of this game let's give it a shot And uh, you know I think the first thing that I really you know that drew me to the game was that you know it, It plays like a traditional top-down Zelda game, but the movement and the control is very fast, very accurate. Like I felt like I could move around and get places and just do things really snappy. Yeah, like it just it felt great to play. The screen does not have like a defined border where you get to the edge and then the screen has to like auto scroll to the next section. Right, and then like everything right. refreshes for that screen it's it's just yeah, willow
1: does that zelda does that but this yep. game it's just one seamless map
0: it's yep it's just smooth yeah. scrolling map um that honestly i think helps make the world feel a little bit more well obviously connected but what i want to say is it makes me be able to remember the world a little better because it's not so segmented like it's kind of like oh okay i can kind of paint a picture of what this whole map kind of looks Agreed.
1: like yep. so that
0: was that's cool you know it's definitely uh a a great feature of it and um you know you're you're playing as this this character who uh is not named cristalis contrary to popular belief um uh the 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 term cristalis doesn't even come up until the absolute like literal last five minutes of the game
1: because it's the sword right it's the final sword or something
0: it's yeah so so at the absolute end of the game you get the crystallis but we'll we'll get there With the absolute um, goddamn end literal five minutes like it's crazy um so yeah i mean you you basically you start the game you awaken from this bizarre like sci-fi like technological chamber right and that's it's the, really that's the other thing like weird. it's it's very it's very weird at first right like you wake yeah. up in this just kind of you know stasis chamber thing there's all these mechanisms and things around you and i remember thinking oh man so this game is going to have like some crazy sci-fi elements to it on top of this fantasy world you know like this is this is going to be pretty different from what i'm used to and um you know honestly you don't really get any of that sci-fi flavor beyond that initial screen until the last dungeon of the game and it's it's funny because I forgot all about that aesthetic until like I was, you know, right, pretty much in the last only, couple of places.
1: Yeah, it's only in that very first screen in the entire yeah. game. And it sets it up and it it you wake you awaken from stasis and then you mm-hmm. explode out of this cave where nobody knew you were even there and the world has gone to shit and uh, you go out and stuff. But yeah, it's like there is so much gameplay. The the game is pretty freaking
0: pretty pretty damn long yeah, yeah i mean so, so you
1: just forget all about that because i did too i did too and then, then i was watching some reviews i wanted to you know kind of gauge how how more people were you know felt about the game mm-hmm. and um and yeah it's like they showed that and i'm like oh yeah 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 right 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 like i totally forgot about it yeah a second
0: i know and, it, and it's funny because it like you feel like it's setting up the game right at first but it just totally drops the ball um but yeah so it actually reminded me a ton of zelda breath of the wild because breath of the yeah. wild link awakens from like this deep slumber chamber and it's not like high high tech like sci-fi but it's all this weird like glowing blue runes that are all around him and you're like in this very strange looking environment and then you kind of you you climb your way out of this chamber and you bust through like the wall of a of a mountain and you're just out in hyrule so when i played this game i was like wow these are strangely similar Mm. in certain ways like like this is a very distinct intro for a game that Crystallis has and breath of the wild i think you know i i feel like there was a little bit of uh, of reference there um but yeah, I mean, so, you know, to it's boil also like the, game...
1: the, the alternate ending for army of darkness, very similar to that as well. Oh like, yeah. When Ash yeah, just busts true. out of his cave after sleeping a hundred years too long and the world is destroyed.
0: Right. He ripped Van winkled that shit. He sure did. He sure. Oh, that, <laughs> that
1: silly fool, that wacky, ash. that
0: silly fool. Oh, what a wacky Ash. <laughs> um, okay. So to, to basically, you know, break it down, like we said, it's is all the style game. Uh, you have a sword, you can charge up the sword to different levels to shoot a pr- like a magic projectile. Um, you will have uh, experience points that you get from killing enemies. So you can level up, which essentially just increases your life, your attack and your defense. Um, the main way you increase your attack and defense are um, by get Well, you increase your defense primarily by getting new shields and new armor. Um, the which are pretty expensive. have in this game, they're pretty expensive. Pretty expensive. Yeah, um, for sure. And, um, and money your attack is, not, this game super, is...
1: Money's not super easy to come by either. You have to no, really no. kill a lot of enemies mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. the amounts that they want you to but, get. They, you know, things are like six thousand, nine thousand later on, and like enemies are still giving you like you know, ten, twenty gold or whatever. I think
0: I think once you get once you get later in the game, they do adjust the amount of gold that you get enough that I was like, okay, I have to grind a little bit for certain things, but um, there, there wasn't, there was not as much grinding as something like uh, Battle of Olympus. Um, like I felt like you know, that
1: that was the Yeah, that was much worse. Yeah, yeah. Battle of Olympus. Battle of Olympus brutal. was rough,
0: but yeah, there, there's a ton of stuff to buy. There's a ton of items that you can get. Like you, you have a whole. Uh, inventory screen where you can get herbs to heal you. There's a few different items that'll heal different status conditions. Like, you can get poisoned, you can get paralyzed. Um, There's uh, like, an item you can buy that'll warp you to any town that you've been to before. Uh, And then, like, the weapons in the game, you have four different swords that you get as you go. You You start the game with the sword of wind, and then you get the sword of fire, and then water, and then finally thunder at the end. And, uh, the, like, and you hold it up, is, and, you, and, you, and you,
1: you just you just say thunder, thunder, thunder me, and then you say ho thunder, and like me, nothing happens nothing, because you don't have any
0: thunder yeah. cats.
1: There's just you, right? It's just thunder you.
0: They they nothing. Yeah, fucking it's happened. very disappointing. Yeah, there's not even a dog
1: yeah. or a cat. It's, it's like thunder me is on the move. Thunder me is loose. and you're like Brenna. it's just you. It's just you. It's so lame. It's you and all right, your friends, right? which is none.
0: It's like your own little pity party. Yes. It's just, it's just, like just kind of, it's just kind of sad. Technically you can sad, do that with the sort of puddles. wind too,
1: but I mean, it's not as cool. Yeah. It's even less. It's
0: cool. not the thunder sort of thunder. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, the sort of wind, wind, wind. winder.
1: No, it sucks. It sucks even worse. Wind,
0: winder me. Yeah. Wind, sucks no, so bad. No, no one's sucks so bad. That. Yeah. No one's doing that. No one's doing that. Um, so like you know you think okay I'm gonna get all these different weapons it's gonna be super fun and cool and whatever um, so I mean the the game basically gives them to you in order as you need them from defeating certain characters and they all af- essentially play exactly the same like you'll you'll start when you get the weapon you have the ability to charge it up one level then you will get an additional at some point you'll collect the orb. Of whatever element and that'll allow you to charge it up two levels and typically uh when you charge it up the first level it's just a small projectile level two is just a bigger projectile like they don't really do anything interesting with the weapons until you get the sword of thunder which does have a significant difference i would say that the fire is different i like the fire
1: The wind sucks.
0: It's just a second form of the fire.
1: Yeah. The second form of the fire is good. It like kind of trails itself and it will actually continuously like hit the enemies. Um, Mm -hmm. And then you get the third sword, which is the water. And it's, it's, it's lame again. (laughs) <laughs> it's lame like right. the wind it's just slightly bigger and i didn't get the i didn't get the final sword the fourth sword i only had the first so three. yeah the
0: the sword of thunder uh, is the only one that ha- that like is really different where the first charge up is a triple shot that shoots out in like you know contra spread shot style and then the second level of that does like a five or a six way like shot that goes out and mm-hmm. it covers a ton of ground. Like the sword of thunder was the only sword I got where I felt, "Wow, this changes things a lot." Like I am able to kill enemies so much faster. Yeah. The other, the other swords, it's like when you first get them, they might feel stronger, but they like right away will introduce enemies that make it feel normal. Yeah. Um, right. This is this is all also uh, with a mechanic that we haven't talked about yet, which is. Some enemies in this game can only be harmed by one element type. Right. And that is something that you encounter within the same room, within the same dungeon, within the same little area. So you might be fighting guys and you have the sword of fire and you're killing all the all the slimes or whatever, but then you come upon a dragon thing and yeah. the dragon thing's immune to fire and you have to go back and switch it to the wind tink, sword. Tink, tink,
1: tink, tink, as tink, you're hitting tink, it. tink. Tink, tink,
0: tink, tink. And, like, literally, you will have to switch back and forth in a given dungeon
1: a million, probably
0: like a hundred times or more. Yeah. Because you actually, you know, you you have to pause the game, go down your inventory menu to the weapons, and then, or, or I know you pause it and the weapons are right on the first screen, but then you have to like click over, select the sword, and then unpause it again. And that's just to kill whatever enemy. And then, if you move five feet down the road, you might encounter something that's the opposite. And then you got to switch back. Right. Because so I swear be, to God, I don't be... think I've ever paused a game more than I did in this game.
1: Right. It, like, it, it's, it's, it's really, really crazy. Uh, how incredibly unfun it makes the game like early, early on. If we're going to get to this stage of everything, like <clears throat> this is where I started to have issues with, with the game. Um, one thing I do want to mention though, before we get there is uh, you mentioned the charge shot. So I have a couple things to say about the charge shot in this game. Okay.
0: Okay. First, first okay. of all,
1: first of all, um, you have to be standing still to charge. So for, for those of you who are thinking like, oh, it's like Mega Man when he gets the charge shot or Mega Man X and you can run and, and hold down charge. No, you can, you can run with it as long as you're already charging, but you have to actually charge level one and then level two takes longer when you're standing still uh, so that's a mm-hmm. little bit annoying for no reason but whatever it's not a game-breaking thing yeah. whatever it's just it's like a, why did you do that is it. whatever here's what I hate the most about that level one level two or no charge there is no change in the amount of damage that you do to the enemy I was really testing this because I was like no it can't be true it can't be true. But I was noticing right. that when I, hits, when I hit an enemy with a charge shot on level two, because your, your instinct is to just always charge to the highest level, right? Like that's just games. Yep. That's just video games. Yeah, all the
0: time. That's what so, I did. So, yep.
1: okay. So I'm currently at this place. I'm at my current level. This is this enemy that I'm killing a ton of, whatever. It's this walking ogre thing or whatever. So I go to the ogre and I'm charging up to level two. And at this point, it takes four hits to kill the guy. With your level two. So it's like, damn, it really takes you a while to get strong. But then I noticed if I, like, if I substituted one of those hits, one of those charges for the level one, it still took the four. And I was like, huh. So then I started to to really, like, experiment more. And I'm like, I wonder if I only do level one. And it literally took four. So there is no difference so
0: between
1: level one and level two except for the fire sword again and then the thunder sword later which i didn't get but the fire sword of the first three the fire swords the second one you get and at least the second level charge shot because it trails itself and it makes like a a, sort of a a beam of fire Mm -hmm. as opposed to just Mm -hmm. a fireball um it's not that the beam is stronger. It's that it hits the enemy more times right? because it trails itself. So that allows you to go, oh, well, I can actually kill this guy, which normally took maybe, let's say, three hits. I can do it with one of the charge shot with fire. This feels better. I'm happy. I want to use the fire sword. This is good time. This is good. But then you get to a dungeon because it's not a big deal at first. They don't do it at first. But later, you do get to dungeons like 8-bit was saying. And what they do is they'll have enemies that are specifically, you know, only can be killed by one of the three or one of the. Well, the, does the Thunder Sword kill everything? Is that what you're
0: the, the Thunder Sword kills almost everything. Almost, I did okay. encounter a couple of things that were immune to it.
1: Okay. So, but the first three, we're still talking a lot of gameplay. That's as long as I played. And, you know, 8-bit says that's about, about three quarters through the game. So. know you're you're encountering this situation where the game is forcing you to use a worse weapon you don't want to use the water sword it sucks the only thing the water sword is good for is like it has one use which is you can you know make bridges across certain areas of water but other than that it's not that it's stronger or better it's just that the game forces you to use it because it's the only thing that can kill certain enemy types But you don't want to use the freaking water because the charge shot does what the original swords charge shot did, which is to just make another big fireball. So it sucks. So I found myself constantly wishing I could just keep using the second sword because I liked the way that the the fire pillar thing, the the beam, uh, worked as opposed to the other two swords. So that is like gaming 101. Why bother have... Why bother having two levels of charge if it's the same? I mean, it just makes absolutely yep. zero sense. It's right. And you can do
0: the shot, char- you can do there's, the ice bridge with the first shot. Yeah, like you know, no it's reason. not like shot two is the only yeah. one that makes a bridge. Yeah,
1: it's it's an indefensible so, game mechanic, it's totally freaking stupid. And nobody really ha- I, I watched three or four reviews, nobody mentioned that fact. I don't even know if people notice, but I'm telling you that's the truth if if you if you do the testing yourself you'll see there's no difference between the the two charge shots or even your original attack so the the question becomes do you bother charging why bother charging why not just Mm -hmm. slash with your sword well in willow when you were standing in one place he swung his sword in an arc and when you were walking he would stab this was great. It felt great. It gave you some options. It was a very simple you know, way of making the battle system feel a little bit like there was a little bit more to it, and you could kind of switch it up, and you got good at doing one or the other depending on the situation. It was really, really, really cool. Granted, most Nintendo games did not have things like that. You just had one singular attack, but that's what Willow did, and Willow did it two or three years earlier. So this game, all you can do is stab. And the problem is the hit detection is horrendous.
0: It's, yeah, it's super very bad.
1: bad. It's like the same thing we said about Battle of Olympus, same exact mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. It's like you can have an enemy and only a tiny bit of the inside of that enemy sprite. It's like you're aiming for their heart. It's not like you're aiming for the entire graphic of the enemy. That doesn't work. It's like, and you're not talking about a big boss where it has a weak spot. Like, that's different. I'm talking about just an enemy that's like basically the size of you or smaller. So you move so fast. They move so fast. The enemies, enemies also move very erratically. So you're constantly like just scared that you're going to get hit because you die pretty quick. And it's like, you know, if you just use your sword, uh, you're probably going to get hit a ton of times. Because... Mm-hmm even if you're just walking towards the guy swinging your sword as fast as you can, which is quick, really, it's really quick. You still end up getting hit a bunch. It's like, boof, boof, boof. And you're like, what the freaking? So, so it's just (laughs) not worth it. It's just not worth it. You find like pretty early on, you're like, well, I guess I just got to charge all the time because it's, it's, it's just not worth it. It's not worth the risk of taking, because these dungeons you go in are gigantic gigantic
0: right so you just end up spending forever trying to fight enemies because you're trying to do it safely from a right. distance and right. charging is just time consuming
1: right and
0: so. yeah you know it's like it would be so much faster to just use the melee attack but it's it's way too risky yeah. you know
1: and it feels and, like uh, your hitbox goes outside of your sprite i
0: mean it right you it's you, super easy for you to get in.
1: oh my god you get hit so much it's ridiculous there now there was a review i watched that mentioned that and they were, they were showing a bunch of video clips and they were saying like, basically what I just said, it's like, you know, virtually impossible to hit the enemies sometimes. And, uh, yeah. And they hit you just like, it's going They out hit you
0: like crazy. But yeah. I mean, you know, I think, uh, I think that there, there are a lot of things about this. There's a lot of aspects to this game and there are a lot of things that are very frustrating. And I think that, you know, to, to kind of go on to the bright side a little bit, I would say, um, the game starts really strong. Yes. Uh, you know, it starts in a way that makes me go, "Wow!" Like, here's an NES game that I don't need to constantly look up walkthroughs for. I don't need to like save and load constantly on an emulator. You know, I I can go through these levels. I can level up. I can buy equipment. I talk to the people in town, and and they are pretty clear about where I need to go and what I need to do. At the beginning, yep. And that's I it. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like like this is sort of how the game starts, and I'm like, cool. You know, I remember the first night that I actually started playing this for real, you know, before this podcast, I was having a great time. And I was honestly playing, playing for, you know, an hour or two and just being like, yeah, this is awesome. Like I keep making progress. I know where to go, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so I feel like that is from what I've heard from a number of people maybe the extent that a lot of people have played this game is that, you know, I, I didn't hear too many people say that they played through and beaten this game when they were younger, or whatever. It was just one of those games that like a lot of people remembered and remembered playing for a little bit and remembered really liking. And I feel like I can totally get behind that. Like if that was my snippet of this game was the first hour or two, I would have been like, Oh yeah. Crystallis is awesome. Like that mm-hmm. game's So sick. I should, I should play through the rest of it. Um, but having actually played through all of it it definitely hits some serious issues and some serious bog down points where you're just completely baffled as to what you need to do uh and there was at least three or four times for me where i just straight mm-hmm. up gave up because i did not know what to do and i had to look up you know like Mike's RPG center, like walkthrough of, of how to beat this game with like maps and whatnot. And, uh, and, you know, those moments were a bummer because I was really trying to get through it just using the hints that I had at my disposal, but it just gets really esoteric, yeah. you know, like it, it, it doesn't start that way, which is, right. which is great, but it right. just, it kind of devolves into that. Right. And, and, you know, I feel like, um, you know, at a certain point in the game, you get an ability that allows you to like telepathically communicate with these wise men or these wise sages, and uh, and you know, I thought that that was going to be the game's way of of dishing out like hints and and you know, little suggestions of where to go and what to try and whatnot. And this the you Which know this it turns this, out it this,
1: eventually is.
0: It eventually is for like one one particular spot but for like when you first get it all of the wise people have almost nothing useful to tell you uh and then each one of them
1: some of them even tell you to stop asking them
0: they're like yeah they say don't ask me anymore
1: (laughs) and it costs magic every single time you ask one person and there's four of them so essentially the game is like so like you have to try all four waste magic every time that in the hopes that maybe one of them will tell you something that's useful, but both of us tried it numerous times. Right. It's not like, Oh, oh, I cast
0: telepathy. And then I can talk to all four of them. Right. Yeah, you have, to, you have to cast it four separate times, get no information four separate times. One of the guys might refill your magic, which usually is like, it just always seemed to be timed when I almost had full magic anyway. So I'm like, okay, great. I wish I knew you were going to do that because I would have saved that for later. Like there's no indication that was what he was going to do. And uh, and yeah, so I mean, like this this move seems useless, you know. At, like we said, you have you have swords, shields, armor, and then you know you have magic spells similar to Willow, and there's there's you know a, a variety of different ones, but the main one, not nearly as many as Willow, um, but there are you know a handful. A lot of them are just like ways to solve puzzles uh but there are ones that like cure any like status ailment you might have or the main one which is the first one you get just heals you it just heals you like gradually uh, as you hold down the button so you can heal like exactly however much you want which is super useful um that's literally like the spell i used for almost the entire game um but you know, you you eventually get to a point where it becomes very hard to know what to do next. And I remember, you know, getting to uh, there was one area that was like particularly complicated, and I remembered walking all over the place. It was uh, it was Mount Hydra, and in in I, I believe it, I believe that's the right one, or was it Mount Saber? Hold on, I, it was it was one of the mountain areas. But essentially, you get there. There are these like people that are blocking off this one, you know, particular uh, entranceway, and they tell you they're like, "Oh, you know, whatever, go away. You're not welcome here." And so my first thought process was like, Oh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna use one of the other spells that lets you like transform into different people. I'm like, maybe I can transform into the right person. Right before this area, there was a puzzle where you had to transform into a city guard in order for them to let you in or to to let you, you know, pass the city gates. So I'm like, okay, it's probably a similar thing. Well, I this this is on me. This particular fuck up is totally on me, but I transformed into three out of the four potential options for you to transform. I thought the fourth option was just your default character because it starts the, like when you click transform, it starts the cursor on position one. So I thought position one was just the default character. And I thought, Because it doesn't say they're not labeled. It it doesn't name any of them. They're not labeled. They're just it's just a graphic
1: graphics of townspeople that all right look similar.
0: And you're supposed to know who's who because some of them matter. And some people later in the game will mention certain people, and you're supposed to know that that's who that is. Right. They're just just like one guy has a beard. One guy's the same exact guy minus a beard. One one person is like a lady, and (laughs) one person is like a guard. (laughs) One guy's a girl one guy's a girl uh so this part i got stuck at and i i tried all i tried the three transformations didn't work i went through this whole other big dungeon uh i got to a dead end that had like a chest across a humongous gap and i i equipped the item that lets you jump and i couldn't jump across it and i was like Okay, what the hell do I do? Like, I've gone through this whole place. So, that was the first place I I got stuck. I looked it up. Turns out I had to use the other transformation that I didn't use. Um, But, you know, that was just a minor infraction. That was just me being stupid. Not really the game's fault. The game didn't help me at all, but it wasn't really the game's fault. The next major thing that really tripped me up. And tripped Steve up was a hundred percent the game's fault, well, and, it, and I will let Steve mention that mention what before. exactly was going on with this section.
1: This happened before the part that you just said, um, right? You're you're talking about getting the change Did it? spell, yeah? Because it's getting the change spell that was so ridiculous. But um, oh,
0: you're right, you're so, right.
1: So here here's a couple of things that I have to make sure I do not forget to mention. Uh, it. this is an RPG, okay every rpg in the history of ever that has items that you get um and magic that you get at least has some little line even if it's just one sentence that explains what it is right something mm-hmm. give me a yeah, few yeah. words that tells me what yeah, if i'm gonna get a spell is, or if i'm gonna get does something
0: new you gotta explain it
1: this game explains nothing you get items you get a million different items you get all different spells your inventory is technically humongous and a lot of the items you get are temporary items the only thing you get is whatever it's named that's it and a lot of times you will get to the end of a part that you've been trying to figure out like you finally get through it and it's like congratulations you get the telepathy spell and you're like or let's forget telepathy. we already talked about. You get paralysis. And I'm like, okay, what does paralysis do? The game does not tell you. So really, you just have to like try it. And um, I'm like, is this something I'm supposed to use against enemies? Is it like whatever? So you go into a dungeon, you can paralyze the enemy and it'll like freeze for a second. and And that's it. And I'm like, okay, great. I'm never going to use this. This is totally stupid. never
0: going to use that.
1: So then you get to a town and they're like, oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta talk to the queen and you gotta do all this stuff. And then there's this like waterfall cave. And so I'm going back and forth to all the stuff. I, I must've done this like 12 times. I'm like, I have checked everywhere. I've been everywhere. I can possibly go in the cave behind the waterfall, but there are these two people that are turned to stone. And people are like, oh, yeah, some people went to the cave. And you're like, oh, great, awesome. You know, they, they never returned. I'm like, okay, well, I see two stone people. And so I'm like, oh, maybe if you use paralysis on the people who are already paralyzed, it'll unparalyze them. Maybe that's what the game wants you to do. Nope, does nothing. Okay, great. What the hell are you supposed to do? So I'm like, I literally am stuck. I don't know what to do at all. So I look it up online. And what you're supposed to do is use the paralysis spell on one of the townspeople in the town. There is this part where you can go see the queen, but every other time you see her, she'll be gone. So when she's gone, there's a guard who's usually just standing there. But if she's gone, he will block your way, right? And he'll say, the queen isn't here. And I'm like, yeah. He like
0: moves in front of the way. Like he will walk from one side to the other.
1: But there is a door that's behind where the queen was before, and you can go to the door uh, when she's there, and the guard will yell at you and say, "Don't go there. That's the queen's door." Okay. So what you're supposed to do is shoot paralysis the second you get into the queen's door at the guard who is moving, and he'll freeze, and then you can walk past it and go through the queen's door. Now. 8-bit somehow figured this out. In my opinion, that's insane. I never would have tried this in a million years because in my brain, it's not for townspeople. You don't use spells on townspeople. It's not even something. There are certain things you take for granted. You're not going to attack the townspeople either. You know that you don't need to try to attack the townspeople with your sword to see if you can kill them. You know, you can't. So, There's certain things like that. You're just not going to, no other magic affects townspeople, but for some reason, the paralysis spell does. All it needed to say was something about, it can freeze enemies and even people, if they try to get in your way or something like, just tell me some clue that in general, it can affect townspeople too, or something like just a clue. There's nothing. They give you nothing. They just say, here's the paralysis spell go. Go. That's it. So, I don't so, know, I think a lot so of stuff it's, in the I think a lot of stuff in the game would be better if they just simply gave it a little bit of an explanation. And then you have like this whole inventory full of items that you don't even know what to do with because there's a lot of stuff that are like, "Oh, it's the pendant of this, the necklace of that, the the medical herb, the this, the that," and nothing tells you what it does. Even when you're in the sh- in the shop buying stuff, you don't know what's what things do. There's like there are healing herbs. It's there. There are herbs that refill your magic. There are herbs that refill half your magic. The only way you know what everything does is to try it, and then you lose track. It's like, well, what does the medical herb do?
0: Is that the one for what is the lysis herb? What is yeah, this? The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It'll
1: know? be even. Yeah, the lysis like the fruit of
0: power, the fruit of wisdom. Exactly. Yeah. Medical herb.
1: Okay, that tells me health. But yeah, the fruit of power. What does that do to me? Power means strength. Does it make me stronger permanently? No, it refills part of your magic.
0: No, it it refills a little bit of your MP. You're like, like,
1: what what the fuck? Like, just tell me it refills a little bit of my NP. So when I'm going through all my stuff in the inventory, I'm like, oh, that's the one I want, you know, is like. It's it's in Mm. my opinion it's another sin that cannot be forgiven because it's it's the type of game that it is. It you need to be able to just it's it's the type of game where like there's so many things. Yeah.
0: So the one thing I have to say is that we are guilty of playing this game in a vacuum on an emulator, right? Without access to the instruction booklet. That's true. And when you were a kid and you got the instruction booklet for a game, like that was sort of the thing you went to. You didn't go to the internet. You went to the booklet and you're it like, okay, so there. What, you're like, internet, what, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? The book's got to tell me. Right. So obviously like I agree with everything. Parasite Steve's just said, like all that stuff was super frustrating. I managed to just now find full scans of everything that is in the, uh, the Crystallis manual. Uh, And if you go through it, it is fairly exhaustive. Every single Item is listed. Both Use items, equipment uh, Special items Items that are just used once Like all that stuff is in there Um, It's It's all in there Uh, So I will read the description of the paralysis Spell. It says Puts enemies and townspeople To sleep for a while. It doesn't Affect the wise man Okay. OK, so OK, uh, so, it so, says so it in the book we so on 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 one level, we can say, OK, okay. this addresses that it tells you that townspeople are, are affected by it. But but that does not excuse the second sin of the paralysis spell, which we have not talked about yet. And <laughs> I, I think I want to talk about this. Go for it. So, yeah, the initial time you have to use it to solve a pro- problem, it's it's that guard. You have to paralyze him before he can walk in front of the door. My brain was just like, okay, he's moving. I need to stop him from moving in the way. So I tried the paralysis spell. That was it. Um, it ended up being the way to do it. But I could totally see where you would not think to try it. The second time that you end up needing this spell is... What Steve had said initially uh, that I was, I was, you know, chronologically confused with events is how you get the spell that allows you to change into different people. You get to the town of Swan and you go there and you essentially have like no real strong direction of what to do right now. Um, you, you will meet a character there whose name is Stom. He's like one of the wise men and he just tells you to find a guy named Kensu that's it like he just essentially says like find kensu blah 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 and so at this point in the game i had no fucking clue who this person was i didn't know anywhere to try yeah. looking you just assume i you'll, talked to
1: will come across him at some point you I, assume like exactly. oh i find kensu at some point yeah
0: yep and i talked to everybody in town there was a few different places there was like a random house there was a bar there was a, like a little area with like you know dancers or whatever there was all these different things in the town I'm like well it's got to be one of these people and I talked to everybody in the town and there was nobody that said anything interesting or significant I thought somebody was going to be like oh yeah Kensu went to the cave southwest of here blah 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 like every other fucking thing in the game has done where it usually is like somebody gives you a cardinal direction and a thing you need to do and you just go there and you find the thing and, and you're on your merry way that did not happen. Uh, there was no instruction whatsoever uh, to kind of give you a clue about where Kensu is. So I'm like, okay, internet, I need your help. Like, what the hell? Uh, so, what you have to do is it relies on the paralysis spell again. But there is one person in town who, as you're going around exploring, He will mention Kensu. He'll be like, oh, you know, something along the lines of, oh, yeah, yeah, Kensu's a legendary thief. You know, he's been seen around here recently, whatever. That's essentially it. It's like, okay, flavor text. Great. Like, that's not helpful. Okay. We're supposed to use the paralysis spell on this random person who doesn't look any different doesn't really stand out from the other people in this in this particular uh, tavern at all
1: yeah it's and in, you use paralysis town, on
0: this person it's in a town it's in it's in, it's one in of the t- town that you've, you uh, yeah like the the place where you talk to the guy initially who's like find kensu it's the same town and it's in the tavern you're supposed to use paralysis on this guy and it will transform him and reveal this person as kensu okay this makes absolutely no logical sense whatsoever this particular expectation of the player is so out there that i honestly feel like no person would ever figure this out right at all. Nothing in the game even a little bit suggests that this is a thing you can do. We've already used the paralysis spell to solve a problem. We know it paralyzes enemies. You've learned it by now that it can paralyze townspeople. There's nothing suggesting that A, Kensu would be in disguise, right. and B, that the paralysis spell was the way to get him to reveal himself. Right. You and know, so it's like this character...
1: And yeah, and it's like there's uh, five random guards in this the tavern that you're talking about there's five they all look exactly the same none of them mention kensu they're just taught they basically all insult you they're like oh what are you doing get out of here you know oh you're one of the the other people because this is like the town the first town where there's enemy soldiers walking around in the town because they've occupied it so they're all like kind of just jerks they don't mention kensu at all the people who mention kensu are elsewhere so you go in here they're they're all exactly identical and then when Mm you if you happen to, I don't know, try to shoot freaking paralysis. Apparently, that's just the thing you're supposed to do in the game. Like, oh, when in doubt, shoot paralysis at absolutely everything because you never know when it'll actually do something random. But you when, <laughs> right. if, when you do and this that. This is the
0: last time you need to do that.
1: It's and, like, and what it, happens? it solves two puzzles. What happens right. when Ken, when, even if you were to right. figure it out, so- what does he say?
0: So this is this is what happened to me. I looked it up and I said, oh, my God, that's fucking insane. I went to the tavern. I cast paralysis on the guy. He revealed himself as Kensu, and he just disappears.
1: He's like, oh, congratulations. You found me, but it's not that easy. And he disappears
0: and he disappears. What the and f- you're f- like, oh, uh, OK, now what the fuck do I do? Walked all around the town, tried to talk to different people. Didn't see anybody out of the ordinary. I'm like, oh my god, what the hell? So I looked it up again, and now after doing that, you have to go to the dance hall and use paralysis on the guy in the bottom left of the screen, and then Kensu reveals himself a second time, and he goes, oh, okay, yeah, you found me for real this time. All right, I want you to go like way down south and uh, and and find this pendant. I, I lost, I lost my my. Yeah, he says I lost, pendant. I
1: lost my pendant
0: i lost my pendant now keep in mind and guys, you're like okay the,
1: the game never told us we were looking for kensu that he was in disguise or anything we just assumed right, like, this guy came out of goddamn nowhere. at no point yeah. did we think we were looking for him in this fashion like he's in disguise somewhere you have you know he's a he's a tricky guy that's in disguise somewhere at no point did the game tell you that so we had there's no reason to think no indication it's him. just
0: find kensu and i'm like okay well yeah, okay, every other time my character has told me yeah. to find somebody it's been pretty straightforward like yeah, i you... like it hasn't been that crazy of a thing it's like okay i go where they say and you know yeah. eventually i find the person yeah, eventually and they're,
1: they're in some house or something you haven't gotten to yet and it's like oh i'm kensu and you're like oh cool well that's that's just what you're assuming because that's the only thing the game has done that's the only thing any rpg does if you were looking for the guy in disguise, somebody should have freaking just told you. Somebody said, should
0: have just told you. And, and said, and, oh, you
1: should try the you know, paralysis spell to reveal, you know what I mean? Something. You still would have to try right. it on every fucking townsperson from here to Tim Timbuktu.
0: I mean, it still wouldn't be right. easy.
1: At least yeah. you would know that's and what you're supposed to do.
0: Apparently, I, I guess the character who Kensu conceals himself as, like, that person isn't normally in the room until you talk to the initial guy who asks you to find him, except the reality of you going to these other places first is so low because the main like building that you're going to draw yourself to is the place where you talk to the initial wise man who asks you to find Kensu. So as soon as you talk to him, he, that, that additional character will be in the tavern. So the first time I went into the tavern, I didn't even see what it was like beforehand. I'm like, well, this. I just thought there were five people here. Like, that's not a clue either. That 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 like can't be what they're relying on. So that's ridiculous. Kensu asks you to find his pendant. Tells you to go go down. You know, you, you at this point you have the ability to travel over water. And he's like, oh yeah, there's this like underground, you know, cave or. whatever and and i lost my pendant there I'm like okay go all over the place i am searching all every possible cave every place that's you know down south of where we are and i found nothing i found a new cave that i had never been to before but as i went deeper into it it turns out that it was just a shortcut back to one of the other parts of the of one of the towns that you went to earlier with the queen and the guard that you had to paralyze so i was like oh This is weird. I assumed that this was like the new area that I had to find the pendant in, but I guess it's just a weird shortcut, even though it's not really that short. It's basically the same distance to just go back to the town. So I said, screw it, whatever. I left that place, searched all over Timbuktu again, and then gave up. And I'm like, dude, I like this single stretch of game is just the most absurd, obtuse thing. I can't figure out anything to do. What the hell? Turns out that the cave that I was originally in actually is where you're supposed to go. And the pendant is in there. It's in the water, except it's invisible. There's no graphic. There's no gleaming. There's no little disruption of the water. There's no shine or glint or anything. It's just invisible. And you have to just by accident walk over it. And I went in and out of this cave two different times, and I found it on the way out the second time. I was literally on the verge of going. Okay, I've literally, I've, I've sat and I've looked up a walkthrough of what to do, and I still can't find this friggin' thing. I'm like, am I just missing what cave it is? And as I was leaving the cave, it's like, oh, you found the love pendant.
1: And even then. Does that sound like the thing he asked for? He didn't like, say. He didn't say it was a gift from his great love. He just said, "I lost my pendant," or "I lost my." Like necklace it should have
0: said Kensu's pendant. Yes, it should have been called love pensies. pendant. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Right, exactly. Love pendant. Like, okay, the word pendant was used by him, and this is a pendant. But also, there are other rings and pendants and things in the game. Like, I don't know. It might have just been an item that right. did something different for right.
1: you, right. and right, uh, exactly. and.
0: So to to look at the these um, two
1: things, these two things are not close to each other at all.
0: No, and, and you can technically uh, you
1: can you can technically get to where the love pendant is that that corridor. You can absolutely get there way earlier. So it doesn't at all feel like when he's like, oh, I lost it in a cave to the south. It It's not really. It's not like, south. oh, this is now. It's so freaking yeah. far away. I mean, you're going to warp to somewhere else that's kind of close and then go there. There's no way you're going to get right to go south and like there's a cave down there. It yeah, makes no it's sense. not right there. And I will say and if that you look earlier, at the manual
0: of the game, um, just like the, the description for love pendant in the manual just says, give it to a wise man and he will teach you the magic of disguise. Yeah, that's fucking irrelevant. (laughs) Kensu is not even one of the wise men. He's just a random guy. Yeah, he's not a wise man. Like he's just he's just a thief.
1: There's no reason he couldn't have at least said, "I lost the I lost my pendant. It's a it was a it means a lot to me. It was a gift from my great love or from the woman I love. Yeah, something like that. Just just say that, and then you're like, oh, he mentioned Mm -hmm. that it was a gift from the love. So this is a love pendant. Oh, cool. That's totally it. You know, you can't. You don't have to hold the player's hand, but you can't give them nothing. And that's what this game right. devolves to. And now I, w- I want to mention, so where you said the love pendant was invisible. It is totally invisible. You have to be traveling along the top like bank of the river in that little cave and then you'll hit it now there's no reason to think that that was there there's one instance earlier on in the game very early in the game where you pretty much come to like the second town i think and and there is a character who says now this is back when the game was doable as Mm -hmm. as you said eight bit right there's a character earlier who says i lost my whatever it was i can't even remember now i lost my something and uh i I was i was fishing along the river i think i lost it somewhere along the river so you're like okay now i know i'm looking for something i know it's along the river somewhere okay cool so you go out to the the map screen and you're walking around and there's enemies now and there is a long winding river and there are bridges that cross it and different things so you can go to both banks and sure I walked all along the edge of the bank. It didn't take that long because he does move really quickly, as you said. And I eventually came to a spot where it's like, bleem, you found the whatever it is. And yep. I'm like, yay, cool. I, it still would be nice if there was a little graphical indication, like a gleam or something like you said. But hey, at least the game pointed me towards the it basic It gave very area. good instructions
0: on where yeah, it is. Roughly, I still had to you know? find it. Yeah, I, I had found to walk it.
1: all around creation like looking for the damn thing because it's invisible. But for that guy to say, I lost my pendant in a cave in the south, that could be fucking anywhere. And holy shit, you went through that cave three times and almost still didn't find it.
0: Like and he's like, it was a flooded cave. Like you, you get the ability to ride on a dolphin, which is which is kind of fun. Um, but this friggin' cave is not a cave you can just walk through. I'm like, dude, were you on a Dolphin, like you right. just dropped your <laughs> exactly. locket, like what the fuck? Exactly. Like I thought it was going to be on a solid piece of ground. Like you know, every item yeah. in the game is in a treasure chest-looking thing. Yeah. So I just assumed I was looking for a treasure yeah. chest. Like yeah. I i didn't see anything that made me think, oh yeah, no, I should keep digging around the water.
1: So I think that I think that the like all the things we've complained about, you know, I think cover all our all our big complaints. And I yeah. do want to mention that one of the um one of the reviews i watched the guy loves this game so much he gave it a 10, 10 out of 10 he loved it loved it loved it and this was a person who said he played it only in adult life he didn't play it as a kid at all he just played wow. it recently wow um so so he he loves this game uh did not mention the thing about the swords at all how you have to switch between them i thought that was weird like dude you can't not complain about that that should at least bump it down to a 9 come on even if you can love this game all you want, but come on, nothing's perfect. Flaws are flaws. Give me a break. But anyway, right? he said one of the things that he loved about it was that you have to use your brain. You have to use your brain, he kept saying. He must have said it like a hundred times. He's like, you got to use your brain. It's thinking, 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 thinking. And to that, I say, you are freaking full of shit. None of this is about thinking. It's about trying every right. possible thing in every possible order until there's nothing left to do. And eventually something will work because unfortunately nothing is logical early on. Some of it is then it becomes utterly illogical. Nothing actually makes sense. The game does not actually help you with anything. It doesn't point you in the right direction. It doesn't do anything like that. So it, it's nothing about intelligence. It's nothing about thinking or figuring out a puzzle because you got some pieces, you need pieces if you're gonna solve a puzzle, that's it. This game right, just like exactly right. It just, it just it says, like, you know, just just have that, do whatever you're gonna do. I mean, come on. So, anyway, the funny thing was the same reviewer in his like he's talking out of both sides of his mouth. He kept saying, like, see, it it's it's about thinking. And then he would give examples that he thought was illustrating that point, when in reality, it was arguing against it. Because what he, would, what he was saying is all the stuff I would say. Like, he's like, see, what you don't know is that there's a very specific order that you, the game wants you to do all this stuff. So any of the things, it's like, for example, really, really early example, um, this, is, this is one of the things that, yes, we did ourselves, you know, whatever. But you're supposed to, like, start this windmill. And you have to find the guy who's the keeper of the windmill and then you have to wake him up with uh, some somehow wake him up because he's sleeping. Yeah, the alarm fleets. And, and, then, and then you have to get his key. Well, one of the annoying things is, is illustrated here. And this guy says this as if it's proving that you just have to think about it. Um, you go to the spot where the guy, guy is, he's not there. Um, you have to talk to somebody and then that will activate the fact that the flute is available in the shop or something. And then you have to buy the flute or, or it's like, I think that somebody in town activates the guy on the map. So you can go to yep. the place where the guy is and he's not there. So yep. then you have to find somebody's like, oh, you know, he, he's, he fell asleep. So then you go to the spot where you just were. And now suddenly he's there. OK, I
0: forgot about how weird so that was. Then, yeah.
1: then you get you then you're like, well, how do I how do I wake this guy up? So you're like going all around. You're you're assuming it's like a key item or something. And no, you have to go back to the town. And now in the shop, there will be a new item, which is the alarm flute. You buy the alarm flute. You go up to, to him, use it on him and he wakes up. That's trial and error. That's not thinking. That's not figuring out right. A puzzle. That's not thinking that about it. That is just
0: like the game. I figured wants out you to that do... puzzle by accident. Yeah, I
1: figured it I, out. I
0: bought the alarm flute when I first right. started the game because right. I'm like, well, I don't know what this is. I'm gonna just buy it. But the whole thing of like, I went to the woodmill. There wasn't a guy there. There's nobody there. And then oh, you so, go back to town. Yeah, and and so maybe oh, you, so like, maybe the, in this case, the alarm they, flute. it makes the guy go there.
1: Okay, so maybe the alarm flute was always in the shop. But there's a lot of stuff like that. And like the queen that kept yeah. disappearing. That was the same thing. They wanted you to do these, these exact things in order. Like talk to this person. Then go over here. Talk to this person. Then go see that the people are frozen in the cave. Then come back. And then you can do the thing with the par- paralyzing the guard. You have to do all of this in the right order. And if you screw it up, it'll reset. That is not thinking. That is just trial and error. It is just like try everything in every possible order. Maybe you'll have a different... It's like the definition of insanity. You're like, I've already done this. I know it doesn't work. It's like, oh, but did you try it in its slightly different order? Did you try talking to a random townsperson first? That's not, that's just trial and error. So unfortunately, I I wish the game had logic to it and that there were things you you could figure out. But unfortunately, I feel like maybe it's better with the book. Clearly, there is a lot of stuff. So I didn't know that so thanks for dropping that nod right. a bit but um yeah so without the book i would say that uh there's there's no help for uh you know items you what stuff does you have no idea what any of the stuff or even the spells do and stuff so i don't know i i would say that uh i i, I really didn't like this game um i i had fun with it at first um but i i got to the point where i was so annoyed and was having no fun at all because the dungeons are so freaking long. And the amount, like you said, the amount you're, you're pausing a hundred times per dungeon and it's just, you're switching between your swords. It's, it's just so insanely not fun. Uh, and the hit detection is mm-hmm. so incredibly bad. And the logic is so incredibly not there that it got to the point where I'm like, I, I, I'm done. I just, so I didn't want to play past the point where I was. It's not like I couldn't, I actually could Absolutely could. I was at the point where basically I stopped after Kensu. After that whole Kensu nonsense, I was like, screw this, I'm out. <laughs> screw you guys, I'm going home. I, I just, right. I just that was the bridge too far. I couldn't, I couldn't take more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that um the only thing that I want to mention, which I also think is absolutely bullshit. You did not run into this that I know of, but uh, and I didn't hear... Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know you yeah. I didn't
1: hear anybody in the reviews talk about this. There's this weird thing in this game where uh, certain enemies and certain bosses, there is a level you have to be on to be able to hurt them. Um, so, like, let's say you got to a new place, but you didn't level up enough. Well, in that new place, that new dungeon you just got to, you're not going to be able to... Mm-hmm hurt the enemies so in this case you're like oh well maybe i'm using the wrong sword because that's a thing in this game so you got the fire sword on you're like oh tink 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 all right well that doesn't work try the wind sword tink 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 oh shit, well that doesn't work either let's try the the water sword tink 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 oh wow, crap i don't have any other swords that's all my swords now what <laughs> and at first i was like no, I, I, don't under- I i literally didn't understand what i was doing wrong i was at a boss and i was like i i, I can't hurt this boss like, what the hell? And I looked it up online, and I'm like, how do you kill this boss? And in really small, they said, oh, you should be on level 11 before fighting this boss. I'm like, should be or have to be? Because I was on level 10. right? So then I leveled up to level 11, went back, and sure as shit, I could hurt the guy. So the game literally puts a freaking wall if you are not on the correct level to be able to hurt that enemy or that. And it works with enemies too. It's not just bosses. It won't let you. Mm -hmm. So not only are you dealing with the the, the three and four swords that, you know, only one of them can attack certain enemies. Not only that, but sometimes you will get to an enemy that none of them will be able to hurt because you're not a high enough level. Come on. What is that bullshit? I've never seen that before. I get it that like, okay, it's going to take more hits because I'm not on level 11. I'm only on level 10, but your stats barely go up at all. It's like barely, barely, barely moved. It's so pathetic. And I think the, uh, isn't, isn't the cap, I think the highest level you can get is level 16 anyway, I read. So it's like
0: 16 is the highest level.
1: What, why, why do that? Why do that? That's, (laughs) that's insane. Just
0: let me super weird.
1: Just let me, you know, hit him more times. Don't prevent yep. me from even trying the boss. Like, nope, right. nope. you got to this boss. The only thing you can do is die. And what happens when you die? This is so freaking stupid. I know this sounds like a, a little nitpick, but every single time you die, it puts you at the title screen of the game and it insta plays the freaking movie, the scroll like story opening like the story. intro. Yeah, the intro
0: cutscene gets played as soon as you die.
1: You hear that so many times, the, the opening song, so many times of that intro. It's like, and then you have to go start and move it over to continue and hit continue. And it's like, and it puts you back, you know. But it does, you know. You know. You know. It's not like game, right? You're
0: just anymore. like, but, but why? Just, just why? start me, start me, continue me. Like, what, what are my options here? Start a brand new game or continue? <laughs> right, is that what I'm? Gonna like, do? what, oh, what are my options? I don't like, have well, any. Maybe
1: they'll want to start from the beginning. I don't know. Back when it was
0: fun, they'll want to go back to the good old days. Yeah. So, um, um, so yeah, yeah there. So yeah that that totally I did not have that happen part of me wonders if they edited the Switch version a little bit just to do that because a lot of the Switch NES games have like little slight edits that make them oh, a little yeah, more playable. Right. I, yeah, I, so don't I didn't know play it if, on the
1: switch. I played the right. original.
0: You played the original NES one. So I don't know, like most of the games on the switch that have those edits have a specific symbol attached to them. And this one didn't, but for all I know with the new port, they might've done some, some tweaks. I don't know. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention, I misspoke earlier. So the sort of water can only create ice bridges at the level two charge. So, That's like the game going, hey, yeah, level two sucks, but this is what you need to do in order to make a bridge. Right. So, okay, so it makes bridges. Uh, The other thing that I wanted to say about the swords in general is that you start all of them, they have one level of charge, you have to find the orb for a given element to get to level two charge, and then you eventually find the bracelet, which allows you to charge all the way up to level three, and every weapon has a very different... Level three move, which uses a little bit of magic power and typically does like a massive, like screen size attack. And it's awesome. either like a huge tornado it's, or an explosion. And it's it's super awesome. It's super it, that awesome. is pretty sick. But, but you burn through your MP so fast yeah. that you're like, well, if I want to have healing magic, I can't be just slicing through my MP like crazy. So, you know, that's you one of the things. And, and, but like right. there are bosses. Many bosses. Or like, so
1: essentially I never yeah. use the char- the level three charge at all. I never used it. Like yeah. it's not worth I, it. I think
0: there was maybe two boss fights I remember it being useful and not anywhere casually, not anywhere unless else. I charged up by accident. Like if I accidentally overcharged to level three. Uh but the other thing that's really frustrating is that when you're going to switch weapons, every time you switch your sword, you also have to switch the bracelet. Because yeah. you have to choose which which orb or which bracelet you want equipped. So if you're going back and forth between the weapons, and I would never realized that, that charging it to level one or two were the same exact attack power. So I always was equipping the bracelet and the sword every time I had to switch weapons. So it's like so much menuing that you end up having to do. It's just crazy. So um, I want to mention those things real quick. The other thing I want to mention is basically like the the... And you know quarter of the game that you didn't get to do steve um there's really like there's a few more dungeons um some of them are pretty freaking huge um there's like dragonia castle is like this massive freaking castle with four or five floors and every floor at the end of it you have to fight one of the bosses you've already fought before, and it's like it's super frigging long. And I don't know if I would have been able to do jack shit there if I didn't have save and load. Um, that was like an insanely hard, you know, section of the game. And then you end up finding your way to a pyramid, which has a big main front entrance. It is a very confusing area that you can navigate in one second if you know where to go and you have a map but if you don't have a map that place is so goddamn confusing uh you you fight a boss you beat the boss he gives you an item and then the game essentially says okay cool you beat this boss and now here's this item uh go fight him again um but climb climb up the pyramid you know a a different way and i was like what the hell does that mean climb like climb up the back entrance or something. So I I went to the the entrance of the of the the pyramid and I walked outside, went around the graphic to the backside, went to try to go in it, nothing happened. I'm like, okay, I thought like what do I do? Turns out that like way the fuck to the north, there is like a tiny little entrance that is also the pyramid. I'm like Okay, geographically, this doesn't even make any goddamn sense. Like, I am nowhere near where this pyramid is. And you're telling me that I now need to go into this random cave that I've never seen before. I wouldn't even know it was there unless I looked at a map. And that's actually the back entrance of the pyramid. And you go in there. There's these two statues there that basically kill you instantly unless you happen to have gone about the game in a way and done these extra quests that get you the bow of sun and the bow of the moon and when you have them you essentially just have to equip one of them hit the item use button in front of it and it crumbles the statue and then you have to do the same thing for the other one and then it allows you to go into like this final you know stretch where you're able to defeat this you know super u- ultimate boss guy He has, he starts out just looking the same as the boss that you just recently fought. You have to use the bow of truth on him, which the game gave you after you beat him the first time to reveal his true form. His true form is like this crazy, awesome dragon guy. He's very cool looking. Um, And he's like walking around the screen and the game says like, you have to hurt him with the sword of thunder okay, I tried fighting this guy for like 10 or 20 minutes straight and I got nowhere. He would not die. Nothing was happening. I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. Am I just missing him? Am I not hitting him correctly? What's the deal? And it turns out that not only do you need the Sword of Thunder, but you also specifically need to equip an item that the game never fucking mentions ever. And it's called the Power Ring, and it's an item that you just happen to get if you go to a cave that's in, like, there's an earlier desert area, and there's a couple of caves you can explore, and in there is the power ring. All it says is it makes your sword attack stronger. That's it. Pretty cool. Great. Oh, yeah. If you happen to have got yeah, it. I, I if, had that. If you happen to have got it, you probably used it, but you don't need to get it. It's 100% missable. Like, that, that oasis area where it is, you can access, like, way earlier. Like you can access it as soon as you get to uh, whatever the town is. I think it's called Gao or something. Or no, what the hell is it called? I, I don't know. There's there's a there's a town that has access to like what the castle or some shit. And there's there's an area that's like all deserty oasis. And if you if you choose to go there early, you can explore and whatever. So this power ring is completely unassumed. It just seems like, yeah, okay, it makes your attack stronger. You have to have this equipped in order to hurt this boss, even with the Sword of Thunder. And the game is pretty straightforward about needing to use the Sword of Thunder, but the Power Ring is never mentioned. So you have to use the Power Ring, and the only time you can hurt him is when he attacks you this one one of his like three or four moves that he does it opens up like a spot on his chest and there's like a, a glowing orb there and you have to attack that okay I was I was fully convinced I'm like okay uh, that seems like a weak spot I'm gonna try attacking that okay I do this I do this for some time I'm still not killing him I have the power ring I'm doing everything that the walkthrough told me to do I still can't kill this guy I'm like I am at my wits end here i don't understand what's left to even try so my brain just goes okay the entire time i've been fighting this guy i've been using my ranged attacks because i need to use the lightning to hit him because otherwise his graphic is so huge i'm just gonna get hit so for the hell of it i just try melee attacking him and i like walk up behind him in such a way that I can get close enough to attack with my sword enough times. Well, there you fucking go. That worked. Are you kidding me? How specific do you need to be with these instructions that they don't give you? Like, there's nothing in the game that would make me think that. No other, no other enemy had to be defeated by only physical attacks because you're... Whenever you hit an enemy that doesn't work, specific it usually makes things that things
1: were uh, equipped. You had to equip two. Specific While two
0: things, specific things were equipped, and only use, yeah. melee,
1: attack.
0: like, right. on and only use melee attacks, like what? Right, and only use melee attacks. And every other app, ep- every other instance of you hitting an enemy and having it do no damage, it makes the little metallic ting sound. Okay, thing, the thing, ranged, thing, the thing, ranged thing, weapon thing. shots, they always make the ting sound. Okay, fighting this boss and shooting him with the ranged attacks, no ting sound nothing it just it just didn't make any sound so i'm like well i think it's working i don't know i i think that's what i do nope ranged attacks are useless you have to just attack him with the actual sword uh you you beat him and you're like okay cool the game's finally over no the game's not over now the game decides to remember that it had sci-fi elements in it right remember we mentioned that like so long ago game starts yep. with the sci-fi yep. room well the This is once it finally gets there, you beat him, and then you you enter like an elevator or a teleporter or something that sends you to the tower that has been in the game the whole time that you've been like seeing on the the
1: floating tower. The floating floating tower. tower.
0: The floating tower finally is in the game. And you go there, and everything is super like futuristic. You like you start hearing like telepathic voices from this other other girl who's up there, and there's this there's this whole you know convoluted story or whatever. They tried to do something cool, they just really they didn't have enough narrative to truly like sell this story. But you go to this place. It's all machines. You're fighting robots. You're flying in the sky. You're like, wow, this is this is super different. This aesthetically looks really cool. Uh, in order to get to the... In order to beat this dungeon, you have to kill every single enemy that's, that's in your way. And there are like huge groups of robots that come to attack you. And once you clear out those robots, then there are these little doorways all over the place. And like three or four robots will come out of those at a time and you have to kill all of them before you can proceed to the next place. Uh, Like, like the next little like uh, escalator will open up and you can go farther up. All the robots take like, honestly, I think they each took like 10 or 12 hits like fully powered up. So they are super like long winded to kill. Uh, Once you beat all of them and you're all the way towards the end, then you meet up with this other woman this other woman like it's 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 some weird story of like mankind had really advanced civilization and they built this tower in order to watch over the world and they put these two people to sleep And they would wake up one day in the event that the world went to shit and they needed to do something to help it. And so you have the main character and you have this other girl. And so you finally meet this other girl watcher person and she fuses all four of your swords into the Crystallis. and, you know, for literally only the last boss fight do you get to even use the namesake of the game, which is a huge bummer. Uh, it doesn't look different. You know, the graphic in the inventory is different, but the sword itself doesn't look different. And it has its own oh, you mean, like you, you know, mean special charge up attack.
1: You mean the God Slayer? Right, the
0: God Slayer. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's exactly what it would have been in, the, in Japanese. And you get the sword and you fight the last boss. Now, what I will say is that the last boss is actually really damn cool and was completely doable. Like, I was able to beat the last boss without feeling like I needed to save and load like crazy. Um, it was really creepy. It was like this very detailed, like, mechanical room that was essentially like the the engine of this tower or something. And, you know, whatever, why why we're trying to kill this, I don't even know. Who even knows at this point, but the thing is just this like big pulsating, like mechanical heart, and it does a variety of different attacks. It has this one, you know, giant blue orb in the center that will open up when it's, uh, when it's, you know, doing an attack or something similar to the previous boss. But this boss was like way more fun. Like it was challenging. I was able to beat him. I had to try a couple of times, but you know, whatever. And, uh, and I thought this, this final room was super cool. Like it was really worth it to see it. Um, but you know, after that you beat the game and it gives you the credits and you get, you know, a little blurb of text and you get your traditional, like main characters on a cliffside, watching the tower crumbling, you know, like that whole, that whole chestnut
1: (laughs) every game ever. ever.
0: Every Nintendo game ever has to do that. Uh, but it was, it was neat looking and, and, you know, whatever, but, I was just like, wow, you know, the the last huge amount of this game was so damn hard that I think anyone on a normal console would have been hard pressed to keep going. I just was like, okay, I have save and load. I'd like to see the game through to the end and uh, and whatever. But I was really disappointed that you only get the awesome weapon for the very end. And, uh, you know, it's like they, they saved too much for too late in the game. You know, it's like I wish that you were able to get the other swords earlier, like the yeah. Thunder Sword earlier, and and just be able to play around with some of that stuff. Yeah, but totally. you know, it is what it is. It is Isn't what it, it is? is. Uh, but yeah, you know, that was that was kind of the end of it. And you know, I would I would agree with you, Steve. You know, I feel like overall, my opinion of the game is like it's it's it gets a thumbs down from me. Um, but it's kind of like a it's an unfortunate thumbs down because I'm like I did like things about this game, and I I had a definite stretch of time where I was enjoying it a lot. And then I hit the rest of the game and I didn't enjoy it really much at all. Yeah. Like it wasn't like torture, but I was just like, I have to look up what to do every five seconds. Like, that's not, f- that's not fun, right. you know? And, uh, and just makes you feel stupid. And, and, and that's, you know, it's that's really, really,
1: really a big part of why I stopped where I stopped. Cause I was really so annoyed with the whole kensu thing that I'm like, that's, what's going to happen. I know that's, what's going to happen. Right. I'm going to end up just having right. to look everything up every two seconds. And uh, yep. that's just not fun, you know? And uh, for Willow, like no. I tried so hard to not do that. And like I said in our Willow episode, it you know, I didn't. I only looked up maybe two or three things that really stumped me. And it was uh, a lot of just fun gameplay. And also, as I said in that episode, it is kind of crazy to me. I mean, it's a different company. Obviously, that was Capcom. But that came out, you know, two years earlier and looks a thousand times better than this game. I, I'm very underwhelmed with the graphics in this game. The only mm-hmm. thing I will say is that some of the bosses do look cool. That big giant bug boss was really cool. Very awesome sprite. Oh
0: my gosh, I loved him. He looked just he like was, the thing from Nausicaa.
1: He was, yeah, yeah, it did. It, it was really, yeah. really cool. Really, really cool. I, I didn't see the last guy or anything like that, but um, most of the bosses are just kind of smaller and they. they you know what's fine, funny? The but the
0: the second the last two bosses and that big bug guy are the only bosses that are of that caliber and size. And I was really hopeful after seeing that bug boss first. Cause I'm like, damn, this game is going to have super cool bosses. Yeah. It's like, no, they're all just kind of underwhelming except for those ones at the very beginning and the very
1: kind of lame. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah. But Yeah. I mean, Um, you know, I, I definitely think that overall the graphics are uh, very underwhelming for, for the time that it was released. Lots of games looked a lot better. And uh, honestly, like give me, you know, two frames of animation to walk is, is terrible. Um, Yeah. Come on. Like Mario in Mario one didn't have two frames of animation. Like,
0: give me a give me a break. Man. I know three. Frames. I know, and like, it's surprising done, because we're talking about we're talking about SNK. Yeah, like, I mean, I know they didn't right. make Metal Gear. I mean, that uh, Metal Slug yet, but holy shit, does SNK have some of the best animation in 2D graphics right. on every console they're on? Like, they they've just been legendary about that right. kind of stuff. So it was it was disappointing to see that. Um, I I think the the final thing that like or the only thing I have left that I. Want to say is is about the port that was on the Game Boy Color. Yeah. Um. So that is not something I've gotten to play. It's something I've heard of, uh, and there's a lot of mixed reception on it. People tend to not like it as much. Um. But I think what's worth it's it is worth noting because it came out ten years after the game's first release. It came out in two thousand. Um. And so they released it on the Game Boy Color. Apparently, this only came out in America. Um. This did not come out in Japan. Uh. And it was. It was different in a lot of ways. Um, it has a totally different opening sequence with a different story setup. Uh, basically, the, you know, the just they rewrote a lot of the narrative in the game. Um, they did an entirely new soundtrack to the game. Uh, they changed a lot of the different like translations of towns and things like that. You know, minor story event like items and things that they re that they rewrote and whatnot um it has a longer ending because they added an entirely new dungeon uh they completely reworked that final tower dungeon and um they changed around the order of the final bosses and uh they did a little bit of digitized voice in there which is i don't know whatever We always you know mixed uh mixed mileage on on, on, the, those on the game boy samples. color that's crazy on the Game Boy Color, pretty crazy. Uh, so the thing that I think seems like the biggest damn change is that, unlike in the NES version, enemies in the Game Boy Color version, none of them are immune to certain elemental swords. Yeah. So that means that all of the weapons will hurt all of the enemies. So I don't know if sure that be. means that some of them are still weak to other weapons, but they're just normal damage, like a, like a Mega Man boss. You know what I mean? Um, right. Whatever, that would be okay. But that's. That's fine, but that's huge. I mean, that, intrig- that changes the playability of the yeah. game, like night and day. Uh, yeah. the, the biggest thing I noticed from watching gameplay was that the Game Boy Color screen is so dramatically smaller, so much smaller in resolution, that your field of view is like super cramped. You, know, you can only see you know, maybe like six or seven spots around your character and you have enemies that apparently can now attack you from off-screen whereas in the NES version that was one of the main things i would do a lot fighting enemies is i would just hit them one time enough to knock them off-screen charge up my weapon again move forward a little tiny bit so they would be on-screen again and then hit them again so it would knock them off-screen because as soon as they're off-screen it's like they're they don't they're not there or they're they're basically like they can't hurt you until you see them Uh, so they apparently now can hurt you off screen, which kind of sounds like bull crap. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so this game Boy color version is kind of weird, kind of interesting that they, you know, that they made it. Um, but you know, clearly not, not the version of this game. Most people know, and not the version that I feel like most people should know, but whatever. Interesting.
1: It's there. And that's about as deep dive as we can get in one game. But Hey, we talked about the one game for like an hour and a half. So,
0: yeah, hey. You
1: know. Most of it was bitching, but most of I it was bitching. Like it was uh, so really, you know if it, you know it, you know we didn't just say, we're not here to just say this thing
0: sucks because it sucks and I don't like it. It was structured bitching because I feel like yeah. there was a lot of valid we valid I think points. We,
1: I think we dismantled this uh, this game right. quite well. Um, right, and if you're a fan of this game and you don't agree with us, you know that's fine too. But um, definitely Let us go know. back and tell us your uh, thoughts. You know, if you love this game as a kid and you remember it fondly, it would be interesting to hear what you guys think now, if you go back and replay it. And, uh, you know, if you, uh, agree or disagree, or, you know, maybe you did only play it for a couple of hours, like eight Bit said, that's totally possible. That's how, that's about how long I played Willow as a kid until yeah. just, uh, just last month, basically, I, I never really played much of it. I remembered it fondly, but I couldn't really get anywhere. And, and that's just kind of my only experience. And I always grew up being like, oh, well, yeah, i, I Generally thumbs up, but I kind of couldn't get anywhere. But uh, this was, you know, you know, in this series of these crows nests, we're trying to, you know, really either beat it or come close or give it the old college try, really spend a lot of time with these games. Obviously, I didn't go through it completely, but I did go through enough of it that I felt like I could talk about uh, everything basically. Um, So, uh, so yeah, so I think our next one uh, will be in a few weeks. I think we might be doing an interview coming up soon. Yeah, Uh, yeah, which is kind of pretty cool. So hopefully the next episode will be an episode of the brig. And uh, but we'll we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, We have a lot of ideas for these games that we want to play. We definitely have talked a lot about Legend of Zelda 2. We really want to go through for the first time. I think it's it's most fun when we do these no nostalgia reviews. um, Right. For these games that we've heard of and we've never actually gone gone through and played. Um, so, if you have any suggestions for games that you really liked, uh, we're having fun with the action RPG genre. Um, if you, there's anything like that you guys can think of that you're, uh, you're interested in hearing us blibbity blab about, definitely let us know, contact us. On yeah, hit us
0: up with it. We, and uh, we'll, we we'll be happy to, uh,
1: to check out some some stuff. Absolutely.
0: Damn right. I think that it's a lot of fun this way. We have, you know, our own short list, but we'd love to hear some suggestions from you guys. And uh, you know, toss it back to you guys. Put the power in the hands of the players. Now, the retro—that's you know, what we like to do. Yeah. Retroids, we like to do that here. But uh, all right. Well, I mean, you know, that basically wraps up our episode. Uh, thank you, guys, all so much for uh, coming along with us on this journey through Crystallis. No nostalgia required and uh yeah i think uh i think that about does it we'll we'll see you guys on the next one